0: Hello, welcome to SI Capitals podcast. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. You should not constitute such information or other material as investment advice. Trading involves risk to your capital. You should not invest money that you cannot afford to lose. SI capital is regulated and authorized by the financial conduct authorities and a member of the London Stock Exchange. Hello and welcome to an SI Capital Roundup with myself, Charlie Stevenson, geologist at SI Capital. And today we're being joined by Neil Herbert, chairman of Atlantic Lithium. And we're going to be diving a little bit, I guess, into uh, this Monday's r and am talking about, I guess, three points, Canaccord being um, appointed. Uh, we talked about a potential ASX listing and also, uh, Vince Muscolo often pointed out was approaches that Atlantic Lithium has had for the Awoya project. Um, so, Neil, thanks for taking time to having a quick chat.
1: Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Charlie. So, um, maybe I'll just dive in there and, and answer your initial points. So absolutely, obviously, uh, the Awarua project is is unique, and I think uh, Vince Muscolo pointed this out to you in the past. The project is a mono-style uh, deposit in terms of it's almost all spodumene which is unique amongst African projects and is highly desirable, the most desired by the battery producers. So this ends up with a, effectively a, a product that everybody would like to have. Um, obviously, we, we've already done a deal with Piedmont lithium, which funds the whole project all the way through to, to production. Uh, so we don't need to raise any more money, so we don't have any more dilution effect out there, which is highly attractive. Um, we have, in the last uh, 10 days, put out a new resource announcement. You will seen that, and again, a significant increase in the resource. Um, and that's by no means the full potential. We we've still got lots of ground that we can work on, and indeed, the project has never the point disappointed with the drill bit. I'm sure we'll continue to see good results on that front. In terms of the announcement regarding Canaccord, I mean, we you know, we really just wanted to put it out there. I mean, people keep asking us questions. Obviously lithium is the sector which has had the most M&A activity in the mining space in the last 18 months and there's been some incredible deals and, and to be frank for you know, quite high watering valuations and, and arguably for, for lesser projects than, than, than the warrior is in terms of you know, its ability to be able to take it to production quickly for producing a, a high grade product for low capex and low opex. So uh, people do approach us, as, as Vinny has said in the past. What we really wanted to do with the Canaccord was to be able to deal with those, those inquiries in a structured way. So we actually now have a format in which we can deal with each of the parties that approach us and we can talk to them and see if anything interesting comes out of that, which would be a means for, you know, for maximizing value for shareholders, which I won't say, we will go down that road, but um, you know those conversations, as have been said in the past, it's inevitable in the sector that people approach you Um, There's a lot of people very interested in the space. Talking about the SX listing, in many ways it's more the same. It's a way of achieving a better valuation for shareholders, Um, and it's no disrespect to the London market, but if you look at the SX market, the valuation for lithium companies are much better valued in that market than you see in the UK. We for historic reasons, we are an Australian company, so we actually have over a quarter of our shareholders are actually Australian. Um, we've had a lot of interest from more Australian shareholders. I know more Australians are buying into the stock as we as we speak. So what we're actually looking to do is see if we can put it onto the ASX and provide a new liquidity event on that market, and we think that's a means also for, for getting significant revaluation and better recognition of the value of the project as it stands out. I think it will stand up very well about, uh, against comparables on the ASX market, which are, are valued considerably higher than it were today.
0: No, certainly uh, I can see just where um, Atlantic Lithium has been moving over the last uh, few months, not not just share price-wise, which has been fantastic, but actually, as the project's been progressing, I think we should mention, I guess, a little bit on the sad passing of Vincent, uh, fantastic CEO, but also a really nice guy. And one of the things he's left as a real legacy has been this uh, warrior project and he almost made himself redundant in what the team he put together and it's been great how that project just continued ticking along. What is the percentage of Ghanaians you have working on that asset?
1: Well, we're actually we're, we're 98% indigenous in terms of our team so it's overwhelmingly local Ghanaians who are running the project. We have a number of experienced professionals that Ghana is actually a very good country for this because it has a long mining history. Uh, mainly in gold, and the reality is, is one of those things is that the government's very keen to see a diversification in terms of the minerals that they're exploiting in countries. So this lithium project would be very welcome. But we have a great team, and we have great partners on the ground. So it, it's full tribute to them, you know, which the speed at which this project is is moving forward and the momentum it currently has. Um, and as you say, with Vinny, everybody involved in the, the company, including myself, we were there because you know, we were involved in working with Vinny. But he built a fantastic structure. I mean, and, and as chairman, I must say, I, w- I was very pleased when, you know, had to review, unfortunately, where we were with the company after Vinny's passing. You know, he put together a fantastic team of people and also committed to the project. Uh, it's, a, it's a full tribute to, to everything that he did that the company's able to move forward so quickly. And as it stands today, as I say, I mean, we've got lots of news flow coming up with from more results from the drill, but more importantly, we, we've got, um, beginning of next quarter, we should have the pre-feasibility study. So the pre-feasibility study uh, is really two things. I suppose the re-evaluation of the economics, and as you're aware, we previously did a scoping study, which is more preliminary analysis of the economics, and that came up with around $800 million worth of of MPV. Um, if If you look at the situation today, we now have a much bigger resource. Obviously, last week, we significantly increased the resource. Plus, of course, the the cost of lithium has changed substantially. So when we did that last study, we were putting in $900 a a unit for lithium, and currently it's over $5,000. So this is a huge change in in terms of what the market valuation of the the potential economics of the project are. Following on from that, the team on the ground is doing all the permitting. So we'll be putting in our mining license application. And early next year, we'll be be doing the, the full definitive feasibility study following which the the mine build starts. And as I said before, that's fully funded by Piedmont, so we don't need to dilute existing shareholders for that.
0: Quite exciting times for Atlantic Lithium. Certainly uh, still value to be added from that. But um, we touched there on Ghana quickly, but I know you're on the board of a couple of other West African countries. And I think it might be worth just touching on the region as a, a jurisdiction in, in general? I don't know if there's much you can comment on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, the reality is I, I currently work across um, Ghana, Ivory Coast and, and Liberia, and I've worked elsewhere in East Africa before. I mean, in terms of those jurisdictions, uh, They're generally pretty good. You're unaffected by some of the the issues you have in more towards Central Africa. Um, Obviously, there's been issues in Mali and Burkina Faso and what have you, but those countries have been untouched by those problems. Ghana actually would be distinguished as being the most developed mining jurisdiction. So we're very pleased to be operating there. Excellent infrastructure and and a wealth of of professionals uh, available to us to be able to work on the projects. Ivory Coast, uh, I think, is a very exciting place to be. It's um, come on very well in the last 10 years. Um, There's lots of opportunity, and and partly because it's been less developed in the past that there's more uh, opportunities to new new projects. So I'm very active on another lithium project there, which is Firing uh, Strategic, which uh, the ticker is FRG. I think it's a lovely project, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the results on that one. And then I'm also active in, in Liberia, and Liberia obviously had a a very difficult past, but it's coming out of that now. And uh, again, I think there's significant opportunity there, partly because things were so difficult in the past that people would be operating there. So there's more opportunity to be found on the exploration front. So I, I, I'm generally a big fan of, of West Africa, um, and I particularly like Ghana and Ivory Coast. Uh, and I think Liberia is up and coming. So, yes, yeah, very much the place to be, uh, I think, in terms of developing new projects today and finding new projects.
0: No, certainly, uh, though I've only visited uh, Ghana and Ivory Coast. There, there was a distinct difference between the two, uh, being Ghana is much more developed. Um, but Ivory Coast, like I said, very much uh, up-and-coming exploration. Well, it is well explored. And then Liberia, um, I've even had friends who've been working out there, and that is a step, again, into the unknown definitely some exciting projects that um, we look forward to hearing more about in the future but um, no as a roundup um, thanks Neil for coming on and just chatting quickly about updates and uh, yeah thanks for your time.
1: Thanks Charlie, look forward to talking again. Much appreciated.
0: The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. You should not constitute such information or other material as investment advice. Trading involves risk to your capital. You should not invest money that you cannot afford to lose. SI Capital is regulated and authorised by the Financial Conduct Authorities and a member of the London Stock Exchange.